ready to rock and roll? Uh, yeah. If you right. are, you ready to do this? Yeah. Right. I'm here, aren't I? <clears throat> I don't know what you're doing, though. <coughs> Dying See? is what I'm doing. See? I need to get that out of the way. Welcome to This Horror Life. I'm your host, Rob Humphrey, joined as always by my co-host, Ghost. Ghost, how's it going? Oh, you know, I, I've i been better, yeah. as you can probably hear. I am sick. Got a cold, got a little coughing and hacking going on. Oh, yeah. So I apologize uh, mm-hmm. if Rob doesn't cut any of my coughing out or I'm not able to mute myself in time. Yeah, you might want to be quick on that mute button. I'm going to try, but we'll <laughs> see what happens. Oh, all right. So, uh, let's see. You, uh, did you get all moved? I am moved. Yes. I, I moved last weekend, which is why we didn't record. And then, um, I worked all week. It was my long week at work. So I haven't really been able to do much. And even on my days off, uh, like I said, I've been sick, so I haven't really done much of anything. Yeah. I, uh, Uh. All right. Well, um, so so uh, have you watched any movies or anything worth talking about, or been too busy um, with other stuff? I I have been pretty busy with other stuff. I feel like there was something I watched, and I thought I may have tweeted about it, but I let me see. I don't really remember at this point. All right. Oh, I watched Choose or Die. Oh yeah, I did watch that. What, what do you um, think of it? I really liked it. I thought it was really, really fun. Um, I, I think that it 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 deserves more hype because like. I think the concept is while it's not like necessarily a hundred percent unique, like I think that it's something that should be explored more often. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, and other than that, the only thing I could think of that I've watched recently is uh, the first three Pirates of the Caribbean movies, which is not horror, but mm-hmm. um, I guess maybe can be. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, so I watched, I went to the theater and I saw mm-hmm. the, uh, Firestarter remake. Oh, I heard it was not so good. It is really bland. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. It's, um, I did not enjoy it. Um, there's a lot of bad CGI and just, uh, I don't know. The whole thing was just like, I don't know. I boring, but it was just kind of blah. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that wasn't a theatrical release. It's on Peacock like, right now, too. Oh, okay. It's streaming on Peacock and in theaters. I went to the theater mm. because, you know, I enjoy going to the movies. Right. And, yeah, I was not uh, not a huge fan. Um, And then uh, I watched Joe Bob on Friday night. He showed The Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane, which was very good. It's a very uh, long title. Yeah, it is a long title. Uh, stars a, a 13-year-old, <laughs> I believe, Jodie Foster um and uh kind of creepy um a very creepy martin sheen character um oh yeah and um it's a fun movie though i i enjoyed it and then he uh he followed that up with the 2014 movie housebound from new zealand uh which is a movie i'd seen before it's like a horror comedy that's really good 
it was a good Friday night on Joe Bob's show. Um, and then I watched uh, the 1995 film Seven um, for Slasher Radio. So you can Is that the one you're always trying to get me to watch? Seven? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about watching that or not. You should watch it, though. It's amazing. I was going to say, I think you've told me to watch it. Yeah. Um, but we talked about that on Slasher Radio, so you can you can listen to the newest episode of that and hear my thoughts on that movie. Uh, and then I watched the 1998 slasher Urban Legend. Ooh, good movie. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Fun. I like it's that still, movie. Still holds up quite well. Mm-hmm. Still, uh, still enjoyed it. And then uh, earlier today, I watched the 2001 John Carpenter film Ghosts of Mars. Hmm. Uh, it is. Uh, this is not peak Carpenter. It's <laughs> uh, it's a fun movie, but it's, it's not good by it's any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Um, and I had started John Carpenter's Vampires, but I didn't finish it. So, mm. yeah. Before I moved, I did try to watch The Night House. I turned it on and had it on for maybe 10 minutes and turned it off. Really? Yeah. I, I think it was just like too dark Yeah. at the time to watch. And it was like daytime. And I just yeah. I have a hard time watching dark movies um, during the daytime because mm-hmm. it's just hard to see anything. Yeah, I enjoyed oh, the night. I just then. I haven't gotten back to it, but um so let's see. Do you have any news? I've got a couple things. Um, I have a couple small things, nothing crazy. Okay. Well, I guess the, the biggest news of the week probably is that um it has been confirmed that Kirby will be back for <gasps> Scream Six. I am so excited because I fucking love Kirby. Everybody I loved loves her Kirby. character. I don't know. I why. loved it. She doesn't have crazy eyes like Emma Roberts. She's she's great. Yeah, I love it. Well, yeah. A lot of people are very excited that Kirby's yeah. coming back for Scream Six. And then the only other thing that I saw is um, there's a new um, uh, slasher coming out um, that is uh, an LGBTQIA plus slasher mm-hmm. starring Kevin Bacon called They Them. They Them. Yeah. Uh, that will be premiering on Peacock August 5th. It's from Blumhouse. Yeah, it, it, it sounds very interesting. Uh, it's supposed to, I guess, supposed to be like a conversion camp. Yeah. Um, and just I other than that, I don't know too much about it, but I definitely want to check that out. Yeah, yeah, it, it should really cool. be fun. Um, and you know, it's Kevin Bacon. I like Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I like slasher movies, so uh, yeah, I'll probably check that out. Plus, it's on yeah. Peacock, so even if it sucks, it's not like I'm out of anything. True. Yeah, uh, that is all the news that I had, though. Yeah, I just have a a couple other things. Um, a short little teaser trailer for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game came out. Um, mm-hmm. and just. They they did like some side by sides of the game that they've made, and then um, stills from the original movie, and the amount of work and effort that has been put into this is it's insane. Looking at it, it looks so good, and I really cannot wait for them to drop more about this game. Um, I definitely check it out. Like like I said, the work that they put into it is just absolutely insane. Yeah, I saw that, and uh, they did a great job recreating the the scenes from the movies. 
yeah, from the I'm, movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited about that game. Um, whenever it'll come out. And then the only other thing I have is um this this might save you some money. Apparently, uh Rob Zombies the Monsters um has been sold to Netflix and will premiere um in the fall. Yeah, which is weird because I thought it was already on Peacock. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, but I did hear that it was going to be on Netflix now. So I don't know what's going on with this movie, but uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'll check I believe it out. they originally had plans to release it on Peacock, um, but apparently it got sold off to Netflix. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Apparently, it, it's still kind of a rumor. It mm-hmm. might not be true, but we'll see what happens. All right. Well. <laughs> we will see. I mean, eventually it'll be out. And then we'll know where we can watch it, hopefully. <laughs> um, all right. I'm sure. There's always news coming out about that goddamn movie every week. Something mm. new. I know. Something. Um, all right. So we will jump into our topic, which is a, a sort of a chat, a recap of the 2020, uh, 2022 Fangoria mm-hmm. Chainsaw Awards, which just finished up on Shudder. Yep. Uh, after a bit of a misstart. Yeah, I was. I was like, <laughs> "Am I in the right place? Yeah. I don't see this posted anywhere." And it was like PG Cycle Gorman started playing, and I was like, "What the fuck's going on? Where the fuck do I watch this?" Yeah. And then I found out via Twitter that um, I wasn't the only one having issues. Yeah. Um. So um, the show opened up with the the host, whose name I, I did not jot down. Um, I, I did not recognize him, it's, but apparently uh, he's an actor. He is. It's David, and I'm gonna fuck up his last name. It's Doll. Hold on. Uh, Desmolshian, okay. I believe is how you pronounce his last name. He most recently and notably was uh Polka Dot Man in the new Suicide Squad. Oh, oh um, yeah, yeah. I watched. I thought he was the host last year. He may have been. He may have been. Uh, he did a decent job. It was fine. I mean, yeah. I, you know, it's it, it. Anytime you host a like award show thing, it's you know a lot of cheesy jokes and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but then they handed off to the first presenter. I was excited to see Harry Manfredini. Yeah, that was really cool. To give out the Chainsaw Award for the best score. Uh, the nominees were Halloween Kills, Come True, The Night House, In the Earth, and Hurt. And the best score went to Halloween Kills. Uh, I believe that's what I voted for also. Um, I don't remember what I voted for for any of these categories, but Um, that's probably what I voted for because I think it's the only one on the list that I saw. I saw The Night House, and I do remember liking that score, but I'm pretty sure I would have voted for John Carpenter and Cody and uh, Cody Carpenter and Daniel Davies. I love John Carpenter's work. Um, I love John Carpenter's short speech as soon as he... uh, yeah. As soon as he won it. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Thank very you. Quick. Um, uh, yeah, that was very nice. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, the next category up was best supporting performance, which is uh, I like the way they do that. How they sort of um, instead of best supporting actor and actress, they just have one category. Yeah, I think that they definitely could have two separate categories if they wanted to, mm-hmm. um, which I wouldn't be mad if they if they did that. Um, but I think that is, it, yeah, you're right. It is a very, very different way of doing things. Yeah. Uh, the nominees in this category, uh, there were 
Uh, let's see. Luke David Blum for Sun. Uh, I'm going to screw up some of these names. Jennifer Eel for St. Maud. Larry Fessenden for Jacob's Wife. Vincent Linden for Tatane. Um, Diana Rigg for Last Night in Soho. Bill Sage, Wrong Turn. Millicent Simmons, A Quiet Place Part 2. Jeremy T. Thomas, Antlers, and Suzanne Voss for Dementia Part 2. Pretty sure in this category I voted for Vincent Linden in uh, Tatane. I, I thought his performance was incredible in that movie and was sort of overlooked uh, by a lot of people. When I, when I would hear people talk about that movie, there just weren't that many people talking about the, the incredible work that he did mm. uh, in okay. that movie. Um, the uh, Chainsaw went to uh, Millicent Simmons for A Quiet Place Part 2. Uh, she was good. I mean... Uh- I don't have a problem with her performance, um, but I, I just think um, I think Vincent Linden in uh, Titan gave a, a better performance. And also Diana Rigg was good in last night in Soho. I probably would have picked either one of them over Millicent Simmons. Um, I I didn't see A Quiet Place Part 2. I still have yet to see that. I actually had, <coughs> excuse me, no idea she was actually deaf. Yeah. Um. So I thought her speech and them having like the little subtitles and stuff was uh, that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I didn't really have a, a horse in that race because a lot of those movies I never got around to seeing. Yeah. Except for Antlers, which I thought the actor in that the, the young boy did a phenomenal job in that movie. So, yeah, he was he was decent. I, I didn't care for that movie very much, though. I liked it a lot. Um and then after that, it was on to Best First Feature. Uh, the nominees were Censor, My Heart Can't Beat Unless You Tell It To, St. Maud, The Stylist, and The Vigil. Um, I believe I voted for The Stylist in this category. I really liked that movie. I thought mm-hmm. it was fun and interesting. Um, the Chainsaw Award went to St. Maud, uh, which is the only other movie in this category that I saw. And uh, I did like St. Maud. It's very good. It's a... Uh, very much an A24 movie, though. It moves extremely slow. Yeah. I um, Again, it was a bunch of movies that I hadn't ever got around to. I think a lot of these were ones that were streaming mm-hmm. um, right away. They were stream releases. Um, so a lot of times I, I don't ever get around to watching those just because I forget. But I actually guessed that this one was going to win. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um. And then we had Best Creature Effects, and the nominees were The Green Knight, Black Friday, Antlers, VHS 94, and PG Psycho Gorman. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I voted for PG Psycho Gorman, which uh, also won the Chainsaw Award. It sure um, did. I did not think that the creatures were fantastic in, in the movie. Um mm-hmm but they were perfect for what the movie was. Yeah. You know, um, so I was happy to see that that one, it's not a movie that I loved um, by any stretch of the imagination, but, uh, but I did think that the, the creature effects were, were perfect for, for what that movie was. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we had uh, an appearance by Darcy, the male girl. She came out to, uh, to give out an award. I'm always happy to see Darcy. Yeah, she was wearing a very nice dress. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. 
Um, she had the award for best uh, streaming premiere. And uh, the nominees in that category were The Boy Behind the Door, uh, Fear Street 1666, Lucky, The Power, and Violation. Um, I'm certain I voted for Fear Street 1666 in this category because it's the only one that I saw. Yeah, I 100% voted for this. I did think it was very odd that they put part three instead of part one. Most people really liked part two the best. I actually really enjoyed part three. I thought that was the best one. I loved them all. It was very hard for me to rate all three of them. Um, I, I'm not surprised that this one won, though. Um, these yeah. movies were really well done, and they received a lot of really good reception when they dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fear Street 1666 did win. Uh, after that, it was Best Documentary. Um, only I believe only a few. There were only three, I believe, yeah. that were nominated. And to be honest, I don't, I don't really watch a lot of um, documentaries that are kind of like what they had nominated. A lot of times it's like docs I watch are like true crime. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I enjoyed the kind that they nominated. I hadn't seen, I'd only seen one of them. Um, the nominees were uh, Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched, uh, Mail Order Murder, and Dark Shadows and Beyond, the Jonathan Frid story. Uh, the only one I had seen was Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched, and that was the one that won. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, that would be the one that I voted for because that was the only one I had seen. Um, it, it was uh, honestly, though, it's not one of my favorite docs that I've ever watched really? or anything. I thought it was fine. I was going to say, it sounds, it definitely sounds really interesting. I think full cores is really, really cool. I think mm-hmm. though full core kind of, it, it's a, a, for a niche group of people a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. And it's also the doc, the doc is very in depth. Oh, and it's, okay. it's like three and a half hours long or something. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then they gave out the uh, the award for achievement in nonfiction. Again, only three nominees. Uh, mm-hmm. The last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs, Elvira's 40th anniversary, very scary, very special, special, and the Boulet Brothers Dragula. Um, I, I no surprise. I voted for the last drive-in with Joe Bob. I mean, I watch it every every time it's on. I love you that sure show. Do. Um, and that's what won. It, to no surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, I was pleased with that. Um, I'm, you know, it's it's I wasn't really shocked that it won, although Mm-mm. I could have seen the Elvira special. I did not watch the Elvira special, um, but I could have seen that winning just because Elvira is such an icon. She is. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Joe Bob won. And uh, that made me very happy. <laughs> uh, that was followed up by makeup effects. Um, nominees were hurt. Blood Red Sky, Spiral from the Book of Saw. Which, what? weird. Uh, yeah. Um, weird. Halloween Kills and Candisha. Um, I had seen Spiral, Halloween Kills, and Candisha. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I believe I voted for Halloween Kills. That's I'm what not, I voted for. <laughs> I may have voted for Candisha, but I don't think so. I liked that movie a lot. I don't think I was blown away by the makeup in it. And I think Halloween Kills did uh, a nice job with their makeup effects. Oh, yeah. That scene in the beginning with all the firefighters, Mm -hmm. that sold that for me. Yeah. Uh, So it was no surprise that that's what won. Yep. Halloween Kills won. Once again, 
I was very, very surprised that Spiral got nominated, especially yeah. considering the fact that like 90% of what makes a Saw movie a Saw movie is the gore and it wasn't in Spiral. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, don't, I don't know how that got nominated. Yeah, that was a little bizarre. Um, and then uh, Best Screenplay was up next. Uh, the nominees were Censor, Detention, The Night House, St. Maud, and Violation. Uh, the Night House won. I think that's what I voted for. Uh, it was, I mean, I only saw two of them, Detention, or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, uh, The Night House and St. Maud. And I, I really did like The Night House. Um, and I think it's a very tight script. So I'm, uh, that's probably what I voted for. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing about these awards, I feel like the voting was forever ago. Um, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. yeah and I didn't a bother good to month and a half or two months ago. Yeah, I feel I, like I didn't least. bother to like mark down what I voted for or whatever. I just sent it in. Um, uh. And also, I feel like it's kind of weird that they're doing the these awards in May. Like it's mid-May. Yeah. These are all did... movies from last year. You know, it's just kind of strange. Yeah, it, it really is. And I I think like had I realized at the time, and obviously this was kind of a, a last minute idea for us to kind of do this. Otherwise, I probably would have gone out of my way to watch more of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, yeah, it really threw me for a loop when, it, when voting was so far away. Maybe they needed all that time to count votes. Who the fuck yeah. knows? Yeah, I don't know. Um, like I said, though, earlier, I don't. I think they said it was supposed to be live at some point. I don't know where I saw that. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm making shit up, but it definitely was not live. No, no, there's it's, no way it was live. <laughs> there's no way. So, yeah. I mean, maybe that's why it took so long because they had to get all the votes in, figure out all that shit and then get and all the of these videos compiled and yeah. together. Um. All right. Well. The next award was for best costume design. Um, I saw almost all of these. And the only one I didn't see was Prisoners of the Ghostland. Uh, the other nominees were Candyman, Last Night in Soho, Bingo Hell, and Slumber Party Massacre. Um, I'm not surprised that uh, Last Night in Soho won because the costumes were gorgeous in that. Yeah. I may have voted for Candyman because I did like. Really? A lot of the costuming in that too. I'm not 100% certain, um, but either one of them I would not have been mad with. Um, you know, last night in Soho had uh, the period piece costumes of the 60s mm-hmm. thrown in there, and I think that's probably what what pitched it over the top. Um, and they look great. Yeah, it's it's all what I've seen of that movie because I obviously haven't seen it is that it's very bright and pretty. Yeah. Um, so I'm not surprised that this one best costume design. Yeah. Uh, and then we had best foreign language movie. Uh, the nominees were Detention, The Feast, Lamb, The Queen of Black Magic, and Titane. Um, and I know I'm not saying Titane. I know that's not how you pronounce it, but I don't know how to pronounce it. So uh. didn't you just hear it pronounced like 12 times? Yeah, I did, but I don't remember what they said. <laughs> um. I'm not sure if I voted for Titan or Lamb. Um, I think I may have voted for Lamb. I really did like that movie a lot. I remember you telling me about that movie. Yeah. Um, but the award went to Titan, and I'm not mad about that. Uh, that was a very good movie also. Um, and then uh, on to the one that made you mad, I think. Uh, I wasn't necessarily mad, but yeah. 
um, which was uh, best series. Um, <laughs> nominees were brand new cherry flavor, Chucky, Creep Show, I Know What You Did Last Summer, and Midnight Mass. Um, the award went to Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass is also what I voted for. Yeah, I, I said Chucky got snubbed. Yeah, I know you Definitely. like you like um, Chucky a lot. I love that show. It was so good. I cannot mm-hmm. wait for season two. I also did not watch Midnight Mass, mm-hmm. um, but I think Midnight Mass had a, a larger following of people who really, really, really liked the show. Mm-hmm. Not yep. that Chucky doesn't, but yeah, no, I, Midnight Mass was amazing. I, I that yeah. was really good work from from Mike Flanagan. Yeah. Um. So I'm not I'm I'm not surprised. That mm-hmm. Midnight Mass one. I just was really rooting for Chucky to win because yeah. I, I really enjoy that show. I'm a little surprised. I know what you did last summer got nominated because uh, Yeah, I remember you saying it was absolute ass. Yeah. Did yeah. you actually finish watching it? Yeah, of course I did. Oh, yeah. 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 It didn't get better, did it? No. Oh, well, not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, that was followed up by the In Memoriam uh, uh, introduced by uh, Bria Grant. Um, I thought the the in memoriam was a very nice touch. They did that last year, didn't they? I, I believe so. I believe yeah, so. Um, yeah. I was actually surprised at some of the people that were listed there because it, like, I don't know about you, but this past year, like 2021, felt like four years instead of one. So sometimes when a name would pop up, I was like, wait a minute, wasn't that like three years ago? Yeah, and it wasn't. It which. It blew my mind. I think DMX was the one that popped up, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Wait a minute, didn't he die like three years ago?" No, yeah. it was last year. Yeah, and then they had some people from this year too. Yeah, um, which was a little strange, but I guess whatever. Um, you know, Taylor Hawkins was there mm-hmm. and stuff, but um, yeah, uh, you know, in memoriam, it's always a nice touch. Um, yeah. After that, it was best limited release movie. Uh, the nominees were Come True, Hurt, In the Earth, PG Psycho Goreman, and Werewolves Within. This one um, um, surprised me a little bit. I voted for Werewolves Within. Uh, I thought that movie was really funny and really well done. Um, but PG Psycho Goreman won. Yeah, I was really shocked that um, Werewolves Within did not win. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't watch it because, as I've stated time and time again, werewolf movie is not my thing. But I heard so many good things about that movie and people mm-hmm. were raving about it and how great it was. I was shocked that it actually didn't win this one. Yeah, I, I, I really did like that movie. I thought it was really well done. Uh, after that, we had best lead performance. Um, Yaya Abdul Mateen, the second for Candyman. Uh, whoa. Uh, <laughs> good luck. Ne- Neam Algor for Censor Mof. Oh my geez, really? Uh, Morfeed Clark for St. Maud. Um, apologies, I know I'm not saying these right. <laughs> uh, Barbara Crampton, Jacob's wife, Rebecca Hall, the night house, uh, Thomas and McKenzie for last night in Soho, uh, Agatha Roselle for Titane, uh, Madeline Sims Fewer for Violation. Uh, Julia Sarah Stone for Come True and Anna Taylor Joy for Last Night in Soho. The award went to Yaya Abdul Mateen II for Candyman. Um, I don't hate that. Yeah, I was not mad about this. I definitely thought Anya Taylor Joy was going to win, though. Uh, I voted for Rebecca Hall 
Mm. Um, she carries the night house and she's brilliant in it. And I, I do believe she should have won. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not mad at uh, at Yaya for winning for Candyman. He was great. Yeah, in no, movie. he his performance in that movie was stellar. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, but um, yeah, check out the Night House. You got to finish watching it because it's it's a very good movie. Yeah, I like I said, I have to wait until it's dark. Literally, every room in my apartment has windows. My living oh. room has like six windows, mm-hmm. so like I have to wait for it to be dark. Otherwise, I just get a glare. Yeah. Off of everything. And it's a dark movie because it's, you know, fucking nighttime, I'm sure, in most of that movie. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try to try to finish it. Right. Um, and then uh, they brought out Joe Dante and D. Wallace mm-hmm. um, together to give out the uh, the award for best director. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice to see both of them. Uh, the nominees were Prano Bailey Bond for Censor. Uh, David Bruckner for The Night House, Anthony Scott Burns for Come True, uh, Julia DuCorno for Titan, Rose Glass for St. Maud, and Edgar Wright for Last Night in Soho. The award went to Edgar Wright uh, for Last Night in Soho. Um, I got to be honest with you. I loved Last Night in Soho. It was my favorite movie of last year. Yeah, I think I, you I, said that. I think I may have given it to David Bruckner for The Night House. Really? Yeah, I think that movie, this is something about that movie. Like, I think the degree of difficulty for the night house was maybe a little, a little more, you know, like it was, um, that was a movie that could have easier, ease, more easily gone off the rails. Yeah. You said, um, I, I think you said, I don't remember if it was the trailer or when you saw the movie, it might've been the trailer where you like, I have no fucking clue. It looks like there's time hopping and all kinds mm-hmm. of crazy shit. Um, and I think that might have um, drawn people away. Yeah, from possible. that. Um, and then after that, we had Felissa Rose come out, and uh, she mm-hmm. gave out the award for best kill. There are no nominees for this award. It's all a write-in thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know the the award went to the Bread Slicer in Fear Street, nineteen ninety four, which was fucking awesome i may have uh written that one in but i actually think i did the light tube from halloween kills uh, i actually don't remember writing in a kill really it was one of the two i i think it was probably the light tube i'm not sure but i did like the bread slicer a lot yeah the the bread i forgot about it mm-hmm. because it feels like it was so long ago that that movie came out but yeah. it, that really was a, just such a unique kill. And the way it was done was so just badass. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, and then the final award of the night was best wide release movie. Uh, the nominees were Malignant, Candyman, Last Night in Soho, The Night House, and A Quiet Place Part 2. Can we talk about real quick the fact that Halloween Kills was not part of this i don't have a problem with that it's halloween kills is just not a very good movie it's fine well that's fine i just feel like it's really weird that it wasn't under this one best wide release the uh limited release or streaming release yeah i I felt i felt weird that it was nominated for other things but it wasn't nominated for best movie at, at any point but 
Um, it's just my two cents. Yeah, I, I, I was fine with that. I mean, it's, it's not a great movie. It's I don't know fine. that it would have um, changed the outcome. Of well, this, the outcome but... is ridiculous. I saw every one of these movies, um, and, and the award went to the worst one. Uh, <laughs> I was actually shocked when it went to Malignant. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. very shocked because uh, I kind of liked the movie. It wasn't terrible, but I would not have, I would not have given this best. No. Uh, no, not a, I was not a fan of Malignant at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and every oh, other movie on this list was good. I mean, uh, Candyman, I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, last Night in Soho was my favorite movie from last year. I actually um, thought Last Night in Soho was going to take this one. Yeah. Um, I've been singing the praises of the Nighthouse throughout this mm-hmm. episode. So, of course, I, I would have preferred that. And uh, A Quiet Place Part 2, it was good. I, I didn't think it was great, but it was it was a good movie. Better than Malignant? Much better than Malignant, <laughs> which was not a good movie and had no business even being nominated in this category, let alone winning. But somehow, <clears throat> some way, it got the votes. Yeah, I don't know how of all of those other movies, like it must have been like a pretty close vote somehow, some way, because that's the only way I can see this winning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know, but, but I will I will say this. I, I did not like Malignant, but there is a strong... Uh, contingent of people who really do like it. I liked the movie. I did. I, you know, I I called this the little twist ending um, pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my biggest gripe about it was that it was just like the dark scenes, like the scenes that were really dark were fucking. You could not see what the fuck was going on. Yeah, and that I was just... my biggest issue with it. Other than that, I thought it was like beautifully shot. The yeah. story's a little eh, iffy, but. That was an okay movie. I enjoyed it when I watched it, but at yeah. best wide release, I don't know about that. I just remember sitting down to watch it and thinking, this is dumb. Hmm. <laughs> this dumb thing. Um, so yeah, I was not a not a big fan of that one, but uh it won. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, and that is the 2022 Chainsaw Awards. Um anything else you would like to add about these awards? Um no, I think I think that they've done uh, a really good job. I don't remember a ton from last year. I think that they've really stepped up their game this year mm-hmm. um, in terms of the transitions they've made. And um, like the sets were really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's a fun show. Yeah. You know, um, it would be nice if they could do some sort of live award show. It would be. I think that'd be really cool. Um, But I'm not mad at the format and the way they go about it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's no need for commercials or any of that bullshit, which, although I hate them, it's nice when you have to take a potty break or get up to get something to drink. Right. Yeah. Um, So you're not missing anything. But um, yeah, the sets were really good. I obviously I've said it a million times. I want a fucking chainsaw word at some point in my life. Cause I think they're so fucking cool looking. They are cool looking, aren't they? Yeah. But um, yeah. it was really good. Yeah. I, I thought I so it. too. I thought so too. I, I do enjoy it. It's a, it's a fun show. Um, you know, they do it once a year and uh, you know, I look forward to, to, you know, watching it again next year. It, it yeah. is a, just a fun, fun little thing. It is. And, and one of the things that really stuck out, uh, with uh, the host David, I'm not about to try to pronounce his last name again. Uh-huh. Um, the what he said in his kind of opening monologue that really stuck with me is horror is stronger than ever right now. 
And it's yeah. true. I think a horror is really branching out into all these different things and becoming more mainstream than it has in the past. And I, I, I'm so excited for the future of horror and what uh, new things are going to come. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I, this year alone, there's a lot of stuff still yeah. on the way, but we've gotten some good stuff already. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm uh, excited about what's to come for, for the rest of this year as well. All right. Um, you can find the show on Twitter. We are uh, at this horror life. You can send us an email, this horror life at gmail.com. Uh, ghost, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at ghostcj with a zero. You can also find me over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash ghostcj, also with a zero. All right. And I am on Twitter. I'm at Radio Rob123. And you can listen to my other show, Slasher Radio, wherever you are listening to This Horror Life. Ghost, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure.